0: Welcome to the Smichael Speaks podcast channel. I'm Joanne Smichael, and I'm delighted that you tuned in for relevant leadership learning that will help you continue to soar. Enjoy this episode. So, Linda, Rosak Burton, you're back. You're Joey. back. You're back.
1: Oh, I'm so happy to be back. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. So there's this model that you have well I heard you speak at a conference in I don't know what city you were in but we were in the same city and you talked about this scarf model that was originated by somebody named David Rock yeah. David Rocks David something um I want you to talk about the scarf model yeah, and uh how did he come up with Would it love to.
1: Yeah, we were in Seattle, as a matter of
0: fact. Oh, we were in Seattle. That's where we were. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, yes, yeah, Scarf is uh, Dr. David Rock. He is the founder of the Neuroleadership Institute, which is a certification coaching certification that I heard uh, hold, and it is basically brain-based coaching. Okay. So we bring our brains. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave your brain at home. <laughs> Don't leave your brain at home. <laughs> Scarf is his intellectual property.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, to, to preface that, so our, our brain has one organizing principle. Okay. Our survival. Mm. Right? That's, that is its number one job survive. And we have two emotional states, toward, which is the reward state, or threat, which is the away state. So threat is fight, flight, freeze, Mm -hmm. which is where we automatically go. It's Mm -hmm. our default thinking. Um, And so when we think about being in the workplace, our brain views it as a social system. Mm -hmm. So if we feel unappreciated, or we feel the de- undervalued, mm-hmm. or perhaps um, someone has been very disrespectful to us, maybe one-on-one or maybe in front of the whole team.
0: Mm-hmm. And that does happen. Mm-hmm.
1: We automatically go to that threat. Right, we can't think straight. Where there's no creativity, no innovation in our conversation whatsoever, because our brain is is responding to that threat. Mm-hmm. And 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 what we know from functional MRIs is when we are in that threat mode, it activates the pain centers of our brain, the impulse is as strong as if we had a physical blow to our head. Huh. But it wasn't physical. Mm-hmm. It was that disrespect, um, the, the lack of appreciation, lack of gratitude, right? Mm-hmm. And so what Rock's model is, is it looks at um, SCARF as an acronym of the five domains that we have in our brain. So SCARF stands for status, certainty autonomy relatedness and fairness so what david rock um, recommends is that when we feel that we are in the threat mode in any of these domains we want to try to shift to another domain that moves us into that reward state okay right minimize the threat as much as possible, because we'll never get rid of it, and be able to have open and creative and curious and empathetic conversations. So one of the things that I, that I did to apply the work in gratitude to SCARF was to look at how can gratitude help in any of these domains, how can it help move to the reward state, the, the, that positive emotional state of our mind? So when I think of status, right, our brain is constantly scanning friend or foe, friend or foe. And if the boss walks in, right, could it be a friend? Could it be a foe? If um, a leader feels that their status is putting employees into that threat mode, they can take a look at how they would bring gratitude into their connection with their with their employees so I see that I see a puzzled look on your face can we say that on the podcast
0: (laughs) yes you can because I am puzzled
1: So, so if if a if a leader feels that there isn't um a strong enough relationship or a safe connection that they feel with their employees then the leader can pay attention to what is that employee doing well? How are they showing up that is showing greater teamwork, greater positive energy? Um, and, And then how can that leader express gratitude for what they are observing? what good they are observing in their employees. So it can be one-on-one. Hey, I saw that you put all this extra time into just this project so we could get it out the door on time. I really want you to know how much I appreciate that. So while that might be some good feedback, that's also expressing gratitude for what a leader has observed of their employee. Two things happen with that. The receiver, the employee, thinks wow he, mm-hmm. my leader they're really they're paying attention to me they mm-hmm. must they must care mm-hmm. and that begins to strengthen trust mm-hmm. between the two um and so if status is a threat to someone then it might not be a boss let's say it's a um the the person that's next in the chain of command that that you have a maybe a dotted line to mhm um, and that their stat you, you may be imagining that they have more status than you it could be a peer that has more credentials etc that is a, a status that could be preventing a really solid working relationship so where would you shift to from that status putting us into a threat how would we might switch to the relationship so Hey, I understand your son had a had a T-ball practice um yesterday or how is your daughter's soccer team doing? So or, or hey, how did you how did you finish that project? How did you get to that mm-hmm. that result? So we are shifting to a stronger relationship connection. Um if we feel that our status is putting someone in a threat mode and how do I apply an, a, a, an, a, an expression of gratitude to what we have observed. Okay. So, status, you can go to relationship. So, back to, this, to the models. Certainty. Mm-hmm. The brain craves certainty. So, when we didn't know what was going to happen in March mm-hmm. 2020, the brain was in survival mode, mm-hmm. nonstop, mm-hmm. the chronic. Stress—that is a whole nother topic we can get into. Um, actually, rewired our brains. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when we can bring certainty to a brain that craves certainty through gratitude, would be how specific we express these expressions of gratitude are. What was the action? What was the behavior? How? What was the benefit? Why was that meaningful? What were the possible sacrifices, so that we bring more certainty to expressing gratitude because we get more of what we pay attention to. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's what Autonomy.
0: I love that. We get more of what we pay attention we do. to. Right. Yep. So if you choose to pay attention to things that are affirming, you get more. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and if you express gratitude towards that, sincere, mm-hmm. this is... Obviously, we know it has to be genuine. Um, yeah, we will. That employee will go the extra mile, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even even want to produce even better results next time. And mm-hmm. anybody that's within hearing distance of that expression of gratitude, uh, the other thing that we find happening is that. They begin to think, whoa, I, I sure would like to get mm-hmm. that expression, mm-hmm. and that can motivate them to want to do more, do more,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: do more, or do do it even better. Okay, job. Uh, okay. in the future. So autonomy. Autonomy is one of those intrinsic motivators that we have in the work world." So if you have an individual that you can assign some individual task to, you will tap into their intrinsic motivation. And what you're able to do from a gratitude perspective is appreciate Their individual contributions. That's not to say we do away with team contributions, right? But to really tap into that intrinsic motivation, recognize what you can give to someone, to to contribute, to bring what they can contribute to, and. Where, however you can genuinely express gratitude towards that, to do that. Because um, we end up with, what's that saying? The sum of the parts is greater than the whole. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Something like that. That sounds good.
1: <laughs> uh, so, and relationships. The R in SCARP is relationships. And that, again, is recognizing uh, what an individual has contributed what um what we're what we're doing together because we have the relationship we have whether it's um two people relationship a team relationship and wherever we can recognize the great relationships that we have through gratitude we strengthen those connections okay and then fairness the easiest way to erode fairness in a workplace well in any relationship i suppose is to um, give unequal mm-hmm. gratitude. So mm-hmm. the one, the, one of the very first things that I remember looking into this was, it was a an R a research and development team, and a a, a sales team, mm-hmm. and they were they were celebrating uh, the, the the completion of a project. Well, the R and D people got a lunch. The salespeople got a cruise, <laughs> right? So, ooh. Ooh, how do you think those people in R and D felt? <laughs> right. <laughs> not that was not fair. That doesn't mean that you give everybody the same equal type of um, appreciation or gratitude. You take it into the context of what the individual is. Delivering what they have delivered, how they are contributing. And to take into consideration the cultural differences.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, so
1: there might be people that are very uncomfortable with public recognition. Mm-hmm. Or, or th- much rather have it in writing mm-hmm. than verbal. So that fairness has to do with what is the appropriate way of expressing gratitude to someone Um, within it within a way that they are going to receive it as genuine and and in fact that you took time to think about how you're going to express it to them
0: the other part of this fairness takes me in my mind to the work that we do around equity and inclusion Uh, are you acknowledging everyone are you acknowledging women are you acknowledging people of color are you acknowledging people who are differently abled right. um so the fairness cuts deeper much much deeper
1: and and so does the status now that i'm now that i'm listening to you mm-hmm. right so if i hold a status over someone
0: mm-hmm.
1: right then uh, are we equal
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And how do I wield that status? Right. What do I do with it? Right. Um, do I use it as a tool of oppression? Mm-hmm. Uh, do I use it to uh, make people feel small? Right. Do I use it to hold people back? Right. And am I even aware of what I do with my status? Because often... People are unaware. Now, I don't believe that takes them off the hook, Mm -hmm. but they're unaware that self-awareness is lacking.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Can you give me just one more example? You've given a lot of good examples here, but can you give me just one more example of how a leader can use scarf in tandem with gratitude to enhance the workplace and to create more engagement, to create a better sense of Mm. belonging in the workplace? Mm.
1: Well, there's a se- couple of steps. Okay. The first step would be for the individual themselves to recognize the value of gratitude in their own life. Mm-hmm. For them to be able to truly practice mm-hmm. gratitude because we're really good at spotting when someone's being very disingenuous. Yep. So if this doesn't come from the heart, Uh because a leader has been able to experience their own change from practicing gratitude, then it becomes... It be, it it could be weaponizing. <laughs> gratitude, oh, I remember that as we episode. Talked about another, I remember yeah. that
0: episode. Right, right. Weaponizing gratitude. So
1: so if a, if a leader wants to use gratitude and it only comes across as I gotta say thank you, I have mm-hmm. to I have to give you this award. Um, it works against mm-hmm. everything. So the leader themselves must really embrace. Gratitude as a value, as a part of their life, and as an element that they want to create in the culture of their organization. Then it becomes then it comes across as sincere and genuine and they become the role model Mm -hmm. for their employees. I like that. Yeah.
0: And that role modeling is really important because often, not always, but often we're going to do what is normative in the organization and leaders set the norms. So mm -hmm, if if we see a leader demonstrating gratitude from a sincere place, then people are more apt to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the, and the other thing that's proving really important in engagement studies is peer to peer gratitude.
0: Oh yeah. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that for me that is more valuable than the gratitude that would come from somebody who's a boss. Um, And I think that's something that we forget that it is a good thing to tell your colleague, you made life easier for me. I see you working your tail off. I appreciate the quality that you bring, you know, you're pleasant to work with whatever the message is to let your colleague know. I am seen yeah. I am respected yeah. by my peers, so I'm glad you brought that yeah. up.
1: It's it's huge. Uh, uh, it's also showing up as creating more pro social behaviors mm-hmm. in the workplace. And mm-hmm. so, if you have peer to peer gratitude, uh, you're creating more pro social behaviors. You're also becoming less tolerant of the undesirable Behavior. behaviors. Mm-hmm. And we can see that in our peers mm-hmm. very easily. So we have we have the power to help improve the social relationships that we have in the workplace.
0: In the workplace. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Thanks for introducing us to the SCARF
0: model. I had never heard of it until I... Heard you talking about it at that conference. Thank you, Dr. David Rock. (laughs) Yes, thank you, Dr. Rock. Uh, What's the name of his organization again?
1: Neuroleadership Institute.
0: Thank you, Neuroleadership Institute, all of the above. Linda, this has been wonderful, always wonderful. Always great. Always wonderful. Again, Linda Rosak burton is the principal of DRW Coaching which is drwcoaching.com, and she is the author of Gratitude Heals. She provides consulting and coaching and speaking services all over the country. And hopefully this gratitude work that she's doing will really take off and she'll be doing this all over the world. That's our hope. That's our intention. And that's what we're going to speak into existence. So thank you again.
1: Thank you, Joanne. And you just jogged uh, my memory. I am actually going to be speaking at a TEDx talk. Yay! Yes, October 22nd is the taping. Oh, um, I'm so happy, and I'm just proud of you. That's I'm ex- fantastic. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm pinching myself still. Oh, my goodness. And it will be on The Power of Gratitude, and we'll look at it from the individual perspective, community, organization, and the world.
0: I love that. Congratulations, Linda. That is great Thank news. Thank you for letting me share that. Oh, yeah. And I will be sharing that with my clients, and I will make sure that I put something in my, um, that, electronic newsletter that I send out. So you have to send me the link as soon as you get it.
1: Thank you. Great
0: news. Grateful
1: for you. So grateful for you.
0: Mutual feeling. Thank you. Take good care now.
1: You too. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you got tools that you'll actually use and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. I add new and relevant leadership learning all of the time. If you haven't visited the Smichael Speaks YouTube channel, check it out. There's all sorts of new content. All of this is virtual leadership learning
1: that will help you soar.